Um, I, so, uh, you know, I was telling you I watched Dan Soder's... Uh, this is not happening? Yeah. Yeah. And he had this thing. I don't know. Voices are a thing I pay a lot of attention to, right? Mm-hmm. Just because I'm very aware of my own. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was talking about... He was doing a voice for himself when he was getting robbed. And he was... <laughs> it was such a good point where he's like... My only problem, he's like, my problem with black comedians when they do impersonations of white comedians is like, they make us like super articulate and mm-hmm. like enunciate things right, but they never get like the right level of cuntiness in our voice if we're ever being indignant. Mm-hmm. It's like, that's so fucking true. Like you do miss, like you get like the, well, hello there. How are you doing? But you don't get the, well, hello there. How yeah, are you doing? Yeah, like the nuance the, of shitty white voice yeah well yeah but it's like the <laughs> there are certain voices that just inherently sound cuntier than other voices right mm-hmm. like i think like a like a cis gay man's voice is the most cunty voice probably like a flame or i should say a flamboyant a fl- a cis gay. Okay. yeah flamboyant, sure. even if they're not saying anything bad yeah, etymologically flamboyant and flaming are from like the same root right I, I don't they see why not. Be. Yeah. I don't see why not. <laughs> right. Let's base our. I mean, flambe, flamboyant. Right. Flamboyant. That's flaming. clearly. Yeah. 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 It's okay. all from the same place. Mm-hmm. I'm going to start. Flim flam. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to start uh, incorrectly using flambe. It's like, man, I met the most flambe gay guy. The other <laughs> I think that's great. Your next boyfriend or whatever could be flambe, you know. Oh, uh, that's hilarious. Never have a boyfriend again. I don't know. It's like hard to think about you like dating a boy. Like fucking sure, sure, sure. But, you know. Dating. Mm-hmm. I mean, the last guy that I seriously dated was um, Eric Johnson. Oh, uh, how long ago was that? When I was 18, 19. So how old are you now? 26. 26. I mean, like, I dated... He's not the last guy I dated. The last guy that I dated was my sophomore year of college. Uh-huh. I dated a guy for a while, and then I actually broke up with him, not on Valentine's Day, but... Mm-hmm. before the big party for valentine's day sure because like i was i knew in my head i was like i'm gonna get drunk i'm gonna want to fuck people tonight and i know it's not gonna be him that yeah. i'm gonna want to fuck okay. and so i was just like i just have to i've been putting it off as like i gotta do it today and i did it was it was not fun he was mm-hmm. not happy obviously reasonably so but it was yeah it was a thing yeah. it, the problem was he had the biggest dick that i'd ever scene mm-hmm. so i think i've said before that it was my first boyfriend but oh that's right that was your first like so to you that was just what dicks were gonna be yeah and then i met other people and i got an idea You're but like, oh, this dude thank god some of these are a reasonable size yeah this dude had like uh you know like nine and a half inch dick that was fucking not coke can but like how thick, what, how thick do fuck. you think can you give me a diameter estimate like if I, I was gonna say it would be like that big around so like what is this is like the size of my grinder or so that'd be like oh, okay. two and a half inches across you think that's two and a half that's not two and a half inches your grinder isn't anyway that's like that's like not quite two inches but that which is huge like girthy girthy wise like that's that's yeah. a lot of girth i mean i'm i couldn't there's no way there's I could no way i could say to me well mm-hmm. see that was the big problem is i liked him as a person but like <clears throat> even though i had like 
prided myself on being somewhat of like a intense, not a power bottom, but like I could bottom the fuck out of some people. Mm-hmm. Right. Especially like my more like gay boy days. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like he couldn't fuck me as hard as I wanted him to. And it wasn't as pleasurable for him because I'm like, you have to stop like halfway up your fucking dick. Yeah. It was just so wide and big. That was like, yeah. Unreal. Think about big dicks. Hot in theory. Like, yeah. Hot. I mean, some people can do it visually and in theory. Great. But you know, yeah, you gotta be prepared. Some kind of something. I like, uh, like even when I was blowing him, it was like, Two hands on the dick and then my mouth all the way down. Like yeah, it was a big it. full body. Yeah, dick. big dick. <laughs> yeah. So you know who knows. So that was. Yeah, I think he was the last guy I actually officially dated. Not the last guy I fucked. Yeah. But like the last guy that like we were boyfriends. Gotcha. And also, I guess that was the last time I identified as a boyfriend ever. Um. Uh, well, that's cute. Yeah. Because yeah. then, so that was when you were. You said nineteen twenty. That was when I, <clears throat> I believe I was still 19 then. My birthday was in April and that was like the Valentine's day of my sophomore year. So I would have been 19. How turning. old were you when you identified as trans? So I'd always known I was kind of trans or gender or something or that I'd wanted to be a woman for a while, right. but it was a long time before I was able to like sit with that. Right. I guess like when's the first time you said it out loud to another person? It depends. So I told people in Bonham back when I was in high school, I was like, yeah, no, I would love to just be a woman if that was possible, but it's uh, not. And I didn't think it was like a thing that was actually possible to do. So that's interesting. Yeah. Just yeah. saying I would love to if it were possible, but it's not. So here we are. Yeah. I was like, that's really how I feel. And it would solve all of my problems that's of being gay in a small town, but I can't do that. So you came out without, not with the label, but just like you explained your feelings. Yeah. More. Honestly, yeah. Pretty honestly to your peers. To some of your peers. Yeah, exactly. And so... That's really cool, I think. Yeah. and Well, to the people that I was already out to as gay. Like the small group of people, right? Not the general populace. Right, of course. And then when I was in uh, my senior year of high school in Austin, I had figured out what transgender was and kind of what gender queer was and these things. And so I was starting to kind of ascribe these terms to me. Right. Uh Um, but I, I didn't really know how I felt felt about it or where I fit in with it. Right. And Uh so because I, you know, my whole identity was based around being like a gay man or a little twinkie gay boy. Right. And like that felt more comfortable to me than like doing this thing that I didn't really have anyone telling me about or guiding me through. Right. And even, and it even now it's, you know, it is what it is. I don't know. But even this, just a few years ago, the culture had way less. Well, yeah, there was one trans girl on campus and I remember like very liberal people actively kind of poking fun at her because she like wasn't super feminine and like some people loved her, but like she was definitely the butt of a lot of jokes. And so, you know, yeah. and that was 2010. That's not yeah. long ago. When right? I was in college, um, so that's 2004 to 2008, like, I mean, I I don't know if I knew of every trans person um, at, at my school, but, like, I did go to gay groups and stuff, so, like, I would think so. And, like, I don't even know if I knew any trans people in my college. I knew one from a youth group, um, like a, a trans boy from a youth group that I asked a lot of questions to. And I, and then there was one trans woman who was like, 
older and one of those where from my vantage point anyway she seemed I'm gonna say they actually because I don't even know I never like had a conversation with her um I don't know anybody who did it was just um like a middle-aged person who had a beard and wore skirts and heels and like a a, a, like some amount of makeup but it didn't you know how like some people could be I'm imagining a gay guy being like I'm gonna wear a dress today and rock you know it wasn't like that yeah you know what I mean it was like intentionally expressive of some part of themselves yeah um and like I just like no one knew what to make of that and we certainly poked fun yeah you know at that person but and I still to this day it's like well but if they if that had just been a transgender woman like wouldn't she have lost the beard more often? But then I don't know. It's Not a necessarily. lot. I mean, I don't know. Cause then maybe she has to pass somewhere and then maybe she feels like it's cool. I can wear a skirt at least like, you know, yeah. Looking back now, I'm like, okay, I think maybe, but I mean the amount of just like general knowledge and education that's gone on, like even though there's tons of conservative motherfuckers out there that don't like trans and queer people, mm-hmm. there's just so much public discussion about it yeah. that they've just kind of been educated just through peripheral contact with it, right? Mm-hmm. Even if they have to disagree with it, they're having to read about like what the fuck's going on so they yeah. know what to disagree with. Whereas back then, it kind was of. just I like mean, weird do. faggy shit. You know, it was just weird shit where it's like, that's just weird that you want to like wear this like that's that's one thing to be gay right but if you want to wear women's this clothes this is really bothersome yeah yeah so you know but that's so funny that's <clears throat> something what people would really say explicitly like yeah and, and even to this day i won't say who but a number of people who i like really love and respect and are a little older texans well you know um have that kind of thing like anytime i bring up gender to them the first thing is, oh, and even coworker, like uh, people younger than me, like the first thing is, I mean, but you're not really like going to do anything to your genitals, right? It's basically the question, you know, like you're not really going to do anything to your body, right? Because you're so attractive. Yeah. That's what people say to me. So. And like the thing, the <laughs> like my response, I've had people say that to me. My uh-huh. response is like, to you. Right. I'm attractive Well, that's the you. other thing. Like, there are straight dudes who have told me throughout, even when I was more feminine presenting than this, but and, and attractive to many people, there were these straight dudes who'd be like, um, you'd be more attractive if, you know, or even buying me drinks, guys. You know, they are attracted to me, but they're like, you'd be more attractive if you had more makeup or had longer hair or whatever. It's like, and it's like, yeah, but I'm not trying to attract you, except I will take your free drinks right now, but I'm not trying to attract you. Like, the people that... I want to be attracted to me are more attracted to to me the more I lean into this. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, I think the general pot, like that is a thing that like almost all straight dudes fell into at one point in time, right? That, well, you'd be a lot prettier if X, Y, Z. And I think, you know, culture and society is pretty. I'm going for handsome. So. But I think society's getting better at that. But at the same time that we're getting better about it, we are adding in and like exposing these other kind of biases that we have of like, well, you're not going to, you're not going to actually like do anything medical to your body. Are you like, you already look so good mm-hmm. or you're not going to really, it's like, Oh, see now you're falling into the old trappings of what people used to do. But just like, well, you know, if you didn't wear so much flannel, you'd really be more attractive. Mm-hmm. Right. And we want just, you to look the way we want you to look. Yeah. 
And the thing for is, whatever reason, we need you to look that way. Yeah, and the thing is, like, <laughs> look, if I gave a shit about what you thought, I wouldn't have done any of this to begin with. Right. Right. Well, I would have see, gone I the do opposite give a direction shit about what they think. Well, and that's part of why I like androgyny so much. Like, I try. I'm like, where's the sweet spot where like the most amount of people can be attracted to me? But then <laughs> it's you know. But then it's like. Uh, I don't know. I probably should just do whatever's going to make me the happy. I don't know what's going to make me the happiest. But. See, I just have confidence that like, I know, I know I'm a generally attractive person. Mm-hmm. I might not, everyone might not be attracted to me, but neither of us are fuck ugly people. Right. 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 And yeah. so benef- the benefit of that is that, you know, I know I can make several large changes to myself and still fit within that attractive thing. My face, I've got a nice face. I've mm-hmm. got a generally nice physique. Mm-hmm. I've got good skin. I I've mean, got nice the statistics teeth, right? are like, in. Yeah. People are fucking you. Yeah. You know? And so, yeah. So it's like, I'm not worried. I used to be worried about that, like of being that person that transitions and like loses attractiveness or something like that. Mm -hmm. And then I realized that even if I lose people that are attracted to me now, like pre-transition, I'm going to eventually gain and find people who are attracted to me eventually. Like there's somebody out there that will think, I'm like hot. I mean, that's a beautiful amount of faith. And you, uh, it's to your credit that you had that kind of faith. I was trying, Hmm. but... It took me a while. I mean, like, you know, my freshman year, I was wearing like mini skirts and like combat boots and like weird gender query, gender fucky shit. Right. Mm -hmm. Like it took me a while to really abandon like my boyness because I was like a really cute twinkie boy and I turned in in, like a good look. Yeah. There was a there was a while there. My the end of my junior year and into my senior year where I really kind of didn't pay much attention to how I looked and like how I looked like made me a little uncomfortable, right? Like that was when I was really like identifying kind of as trans, but not outwardly to people and didn't really know how to express myself or how to dress. Mm -hmm. And what it resulted in was like I gained weight and I just didn't put as much effort into my clothes. And then once, because I I was in such a weird, like I needed to make a decision really. Mm -hmm. And it took me a while to like make a move and start like trying to, present more femininely and become like the thing that I felt inside. Right. Mm -hmm. So when you, but when you asked like, when did you first like say you were trans? It's like, fuck if I know, you know, you got fat and suddenly you were like, you know what? I got to shit or get off the pot. Yeah. I can't keep getting fatter. (laughs) I can't Uh, keep eating water burger every day. You know what? Let's just do (laughs) it. Well, that's, I mean, that's a pretty, you know, womanly thing to say. So it makes sense. Yeah. I don't want to be fat. (laughs) Better to be trans than fat. You hear it? <laughs> Welcome to gender fluids. Better to be trans than fat. <laughs> I couldn't agree more. If you got to choose mean, between one or the other, yeah, I say go trans every day for sure. This is the Gender Fluids podcast with Austin Smart and Ariel Wartman. If you want to follow us on social media, find us on Twitter at GenderFluidsPod, on Instagram at GenderFluidsPodcasts, on FetLife under GenderFluids, and just put GenderFluids into any search bar you can find to find us. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to us on iTunes. Enjoy the episode, y'all. Because here's the thing, we you know we talked that one time uh, about <coughs> how 
Ellie, go to bed. Although it is easier for fat trans people to pass, probably. <coughs> so. Well, I don't know. There was that girl both. at your show that one time that yelled, and like, she, if she'd been skinnier, it'd probably been easier to tell it wasn't just a dude. Yeah, because it's like, like you know? because the, it, that dude could have just had man boobs, right? Yeah, That's what it know. seemed like. Is an angry man but, boob uh, dude. Yeah. Here. Oh, but I was going to say, you know, we talked once about how, when we were talking about incels a while back, about how, like, being ugly and, like, perceived as, like, just unattractive within society is a legitimate disability. For sure. It is a thing that, like, you will get hired less, like, you have less nice treatment around certain people, right? You don't, yeah. But yes. the same thing is just, like, yeah, like, you know, we're joking, like, you'd rather be fat or rather be trans than fat. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, because like if yeah. I'm an attractive trans person, if it's like at least there's like some degree of societal empathy built into like this experience now or like we're starting to build that basis mm-hmm. as opposed to like just being fat where it's like, okay, well, I know I can't call you chubby or fat. I'm going to call you obese mm-hmm. but or I'm just not going to mention it. Mm-hmm. But you're not going to get like support from anybody unless you're actively trying to change that and get right. rid of it. Right. Right. Yeah, um, yeah. Right. I think being fat's like one of the. It's it. I just it doesn't seem like life would be worth. I'll stop. No, I've been fat. But okay, okay, I've been fat. I've never been like crazy, crazy, crazy fat. But I've been fat, and I'm just like for my like it's already my body hurts. And I'm in good shape, you know, the amount of pain as you get older, like, and just the discomfort, the hating yourself. I mean, I guess that's, we can also just do the fat acceptance and love your, and like, I'm talking about people who are fat, you know, like different bodies, there's different bodies, shapes and sizes in this world. But then there's people who are like fat, you know, and it's, they're, they're in pain. Um, they have to eat way more. I mean, I guess that's, but, and it just feels like the, so much of their experience of this life is just like shoving food into their mouths. I mean, I think that's your perception of their life, right? You're right. Like that'd be like so much of our life is just like trying, my, my life is just trying to keep my dick tucked. It's like, I mean, kind of, I mean, yeah. but it's not really. Okay. Right. Like, yeah, that's a portion of it, but You're right. you know, anyway, I, just like, it seems like it affects everything, but then some people, there's some men like who seem to have no issue just being fat, you know. They're they're still confident and happy and yeah, whatever. it's called accepting yourself. There's something like that too. Whatever. I'm just I don't want to be fat. Um Let's let's kick it off with some body hair. Oh yeah, this is gonna. So we've talked about body hair before. A and little bit. Yeah, we like had a little segment on it, and someone wrote us in about it. I think, and we talked about it. I don't remember exactly. It's come up, mm-hmm. but we had somebody who's been an uh, avid listener for a while, like mm-hmm. constantly engaging with us. Wrote us like a message asking us to talk about it. Um, I'm yeah. Gonna, do you want to read our message? Yeah, I'm gonna read the message out. Just, there's a lot here. Um, I think um, I think we can say our name. We can always edit it out if we shouldn't. But so this uh, we got a message from Erin uh, Waters of Dallas, Texas, and she said, "Y'all, I'm your biggest fan. So body hair. 
I know I've mentioned before, I think it's a huge gender subject that I'd love to hear you both explore. I'm a vagina person, lesbian, who has started accepting natural body hair as a part of myself, and it's become a huge battle slash struggle. I don't see body hair as quote unquote masculine or dirty or gross, but the rest of society seems to. I don't include pubes in this category of discussion because I believe pube maintenance to be an across the board thing. All the genders do that, I think, which... Yeah, but some genders do it more than others. Let's yeah. just say. Look, we'll, we'll save that for another time or maybe it'll come up later. You know, I just needed to take a sip of water. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but hairy legs and or armpits are woman-identified people? No. Or on women? Okay. But hairy legs and or armpits on woman-identified people? No. I literally never see it. She lives in Dallas, though. Uh, I'm in the closet about this. No joke. I'd rather kiss a girlfriend at a family function than show up in shorts at this point. When I go to any kind of gathering among family in particular, my appearance is commented on constantly. You're so skinny. You look so good. Thanks. It's because I'm dying. Point being, I feel objectified as a woman. I'm no crazy feminist, but I notice it more and more. Are not shaving norms and taboos against female body hair forms of objectification? I don't really give a fuck if I'm exercising or running errands because I'm not expecting much intimate interaction. Ariel, I'm assuming you shave. May I ask why? Austin, I'm... uh, Austin, I assume you do too. I hope not to offend. And if any of my terms offend, I'm sorry as well. Anyhow, I've studied this a lot, trying to make peace. I don't want to shave my legs just because it's something I'm supposed to do. I I find it kind of sexy, even though on some level I feel shame. Something. Since since puberty and even before, I've been drilled that it's wrong. This is literally the first time I've grown leg hair like fully, and especially in the middle of summer when when whether I should actively hide it becomes a consideration. I hope this doesn't affect my current relationships or future ones. I don't plan to change even though it would be easier if I did. I've, it feels like a part of myself I need to accept. I'm actually shocked that such a huge majority of lady people still shave. Hope I'm not droning on. This is a serious inquiry, and I have trouble finding people who could perhaps empathize or understand what this means on a gender level, and I don't have a therapist. Okay. First of all, love it, love it, love it. Per- sharing, She's sharing a personal, vulnerable, complicated, well-thought-out issue that every like, we all make the choice about. Every single human being makes a choice about whether or not to shave their legs. Yeah, and for some, it's much more involved choice. Right, I'm just saying, like... Some dude, every dude has been, at least been like, no, yep. that might be it, but you've mm-hmm. had to say, no, I'm not doing it. Or you thought about doing it once, and then you heard someone else make fun of someone else, and you're like, okay, heard, you know. So there's a lot to, like, go into here, but, like, let's just start with, like, the first, like, actual question she asks. Okay. Like, which is... Ba-ba-ba-ba-ba. Are shaving norms and taboos against female body hair forms of objectification? I mean, for sure. Yes. Yeah. No shit. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, it's like, yeah. It's, Is uh, there other, are there other things wrapped up into it besides just objectifying like a shaved leg? Yes, absolutely. There's like all sorts of other things, but yeah, at a base level, like it is a form yeah, of objectification. There's all this stuff that, you know, typically women do that and feminine fem, what we think of as femininity involves like making yourself into a sex object and there's something i mean that's fucked up for half the population but it's also kind of hot and so you know it's hot for us too you know i say us because i include myself in both the male yeah. and the female 
Um, you know, so I don't know what to do about objectification. Isn't it's like, it seems like a bad thing, but there's a part of me and maybe I'm just calling me conservative, but I'm like, well, I kind of enjoy objectification. I don't think that makes you conservative. I think someone would make, call you conservative if they're functioning from a place of like, we should all exist in a world where we aren't objectified by other people. Right. But I mean, I objectify men too. Yeah. But that's the thing is I've always thought that like, look, if you, if we like believe in subjectivity mm-hmm. and you walk out into the world outside of your house, if you're a subject, everything around you is naturally an object to be mm-hmm. objectified right. like by its like existence. Right? right. It's just like the character of your objectification that changes things. So like people that argue against objectification, I think are too simplistic, right? right. You're, you don't, there's not enough nuance in that. It doesn't it's even like, make sense. you objectify everybody, but it's like, you can not be a creep about it. It's right. like, you know, you're always taught you don't stare at somebody. Mm-hmm. Fuck that. Yeah. I love staring. Yeah. At we people. all stare at people every chance we get, but you know what? You, you be tasteful about it and like if you someone notices you staring don't be a fucking dick about it right Right. like our our rule like just be chill about it like be be nice and casual yeah but yeah i mean i think it is does have to do with objectification right like but i think there's a lot more to it than that you know Mm -hmm. i think some people just can be cultural Mm -hmm. which doesn't have to strictly do with objectification right Mm -hmm. Some people just don't shave legs, neither male nor female. Right. It's not a th- weird thing. It's not a factor that plays into their like day-to-day existence. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I always think it's interesting, you know, uh, who does and doesn't shave their legs. Mm-hmm. Um, well, let's. I feel like we should uh, talk about this. Uh, first of all, she asks us whether we shave. Yeah. If she makes assumptions, and I think... So she's, she's assumed that I do shave and she asked why. And she, she assumes you shave too. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, and yeah, I am, I mean, I do shave. I think of myself as someone who shaves. Obviously I don't shave every day. Although there've been periods in my life where I've shaved every day. Um, when I, when I was, when I was younger, I mean, and I, and my hair grows pretty fast and I just like could be pretty OCD about it. So nowadays I don't shave every day. I mean, and sometimes I'll just go for a few days or even just like a week. Like I was like, Oh, I'm going to show my new boyfriend what it looks like if I grow my hair out for a week, you know? And then I'm, I, so I, and I've toyed with it to the point where I'm like, you know, I, what I really enjoy is just shaving. No, not never like every day cause of the razor burn, but like no more than every other day. And sometimes I'll go a few days, but then I like shaving. I like the feeling of my smooth legs. I like the look of them glistening, my tanned, toned legs in the sun. I like that better without hair. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's all there is to it. That's the craziest thing and for me, the craziest reason, but probably the most honest reason why like anyone shaves their legs that I hear from a lot of people is like, I like the way it feels mm-hmm. where it's like, yeah, I completely get that where it's like, it feels nice. So smooth. Like unless you have super hairy legs, mm-hmm. like I guess, I don't know how, have you ever grown your hair out really long? Like truly grown it out? Not like, I not full length. It's been pretty long though. So, like when you have like just some full length leg hair, mm-hmm. it is kind of fun to rub against another person with like full length leg hair. It's like, it's kind of a like nice sensation, right? Okay. I've like never so, yeah. But so from so. back in my gay boy days, I mm-hmm. enjoyed that kind of thing. Right. But, uh, 
you know, it's not as good of a feeling as having freshly shaved legs uh-huh. and then rubbing against other smooth legs or saying. getting in the sheets yeah. and just feeling sheets uh, and blankets on your, on your legs. legs. Yeah, yeah, it's so fucking nice. Yeah, that's the thing. It's, it's just so I think it's good. just better. That's why, like, it's funny and now. the look thing, too, is crazy because mm-hmm. even just... Uh, you had to have noticed even if you just barely are growing hair out mm-hmm. and it's like a three day out i don't know mine grow very quickly mm-hmm. so even like a three day out you're still getting a little bit of length there yeah. it just looks better when you fully shave it like there's yeah. like a totally you know a oh, sheen to it totally it does just look better and you know it's like i'm like i'm enough of a fucking feminist or I have enough self-respect that i'm like i don't have to shave every day and i can have sex or be in public or whatever like i don't care that much you know it's not like um I'm, i try not to be ashamed. it's like people who are sheepish about buying tampons still you know it's like it, it, come on you know what i mean that, that's like to me like oh, you shave your leg like i do it so if it's a date night or something or a certain kind yeah. of date night, you know it's like well okay to you know or I'm going to the river or something like I'm going to shave and have nice smooths. And I, so I just like that. Yeah. I think if, if that, and that works for me, you know? Yeah. Um, but does it play into your own conceptualization of like masculinity and femininity? I mean, or it, is it one of those things weird. like I, how you were like, some people still get embarrassed buying tampons, right? Is it, or is it a thing like that where you've, done it for so long and been around having to do it so long that you've kind of been able to mo- separate that from like your masculine feminine kind of conceptualization i think in some ways it's separate and, and in some ways it's just reconciled like so so i for a long time like w- when i was still a mormon and i thought i was going to marry a man um my thing was like well i'm gonna get one who will shave for me at least his armpits at the fair, fucking very least. Cause you hate hair. I, well, I mean it, so uh, <laughs> my therapist and I can, can look into that further maybe, but <laughs> for whatever <laughs> reason, I was like always very anti-body hair. And I was like, I, I kind of, sometimes I started to think at first, like it all grossed me out. Although I was, I was always attracted to Kevin Sorbo as Hercules and he has like a certain like nice body hair pattern. And it kind of confused me. Dean Kane too. And like, I, th- I kind of thought Dean Kane was, cause those are my two like, uh, like guy crushes when I was a kid. Um, I thought Superman was hotter than Kevin Sorbo. Like his face was better, but then, and his chest was like better, but like his lack of hair, even though I consciously preferred it, I think that I was, I knew I was like more attracted to Kevin Sorbo's chest, but it's always kind of creeped me out that I'm attracted to. But then, so a few years ago, I started admitting that like I am attracted to certain like chest hair patterns, no back hair ever, ever, ever fucking get rid of it. Jesus Christ. But (laughs) man, woman, child, just no back hair. But there are certain chest hair patterns that like are hot. But then there's some that look so silly and then there's some that look so gross. So it's like, you know what I mean? I mean, your taste in body hair sounds a lot like your taste in people. Very selective. That's exactly. That's the thing. I just have, I just have narrow tastes for everything. As long as you fall within that. Anyway, um, so, so, oh, gender wise. So I just think, you know, I thought I would marry a man who would shave at least his armpits, but legs if I could get him to. And, um, you know, nowadays 
all kinds of people don't shave. Oh, there's all kinds of women not shaving and all kinds of not just vagina people, but women and some straight women not shaving. And so like Erin here lives in Dallas and she's not seeing that anywhere. But I mean, I started noticing it a ton, some in New York in 2010, but like a ton in Boston, Cambridge. Also, she's saying she lives in quote unquote Dallas, but Mm -hmm. it's like. What what part? Right. Are you in Dallas proper, like center of Dallas? Good point. Are you like where are you? That's living? a problem. That's that. Yeah, that's one of the reasons why like th- we don't think of Dallas and Houston as cool cities. It's like the little parts that are Dallas and Houston themselves are cool cities, but outside of there's just all these like neighborhoburs, residential zones, suburbs. Like whatever. you're in like Pell or, or like fucking Garland or some shit like that. Like although Plano probably has at least a couple non-shavers at this point that we know they've got. Um, polyamory happening there. Wait, we do? Mm-hmm. Why? Oh, well, I can't say, but I, I <laughs> oh. uh, let me just tell okay. you. <laughs> right. There is some polyamory I some happening. insider trader knowledge. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. Plano's got some shit going on. Anyway, so. That's interesting. Damn. In, yeah. Um, so. Gender wise. But so, so you don't okay, think about so, it or. So it's not that I don't think about it, but I for and I, I would do a bit. I've done a bit like on stage a number of times about how I'm like, I am a feminist. Um, I agree that it's bullshit that only women are shaving. It's an immense amount of time and money and effort that we have to put into it. It's just that I, instead of women not shaving anymore, I just think we should start forcing the men to do it too. Yeah. You know, and I have just like, oh, I'm gone off on that. And so, but it's funny is like now being single, I knew this would happen. I even wrote bits about this that I never did, but it's like, I knew this would happen being, I was like, thank at the time I was thinking like, thank God I'm married. I'm off the dating market. I'm not doing this again because I know I'll there they're not shaving anymore and it's the thing you gotta deal with i got these weird haircuts and shit you know like i was like looking at i'm like oh man and so yeah i come out into the dating and and you know the very quickly not everybody but like very quickly like one uh woman who's a cis woman who's older than i am um uh doesn't shave and i had to i had i was like okay i am very attracted to you and you don't shave fine you know fine what am i gonna do about it you know you know this podcast is slowly turning into like ariel getting over shit you've <laughs> like been against or like not been for it for years and finally you're like to spell out what's going on Austin. The, the audience saying we're enjoys. going down the list we had kink at first then we had gender stuff and like trans boyness and now Austin we're getting to like body Ariel. hair <laughs> I mean, if there was ever proof of like a liberal agenda, that's what I'm saying. One time I told an audience, these liberals are making me trans right now. And they all just were too afraid to make any acknowledgement that I'd even said that. But I was just like, like, it's no, but I'm, that's the world I'm living in. A bunch of fucking liberals are turning me transer every day. Good. Fine. That's (laughs) hilarious. Um, so anyway, so she inoculated me and now here I am dating a boy, of course, (coughs) He's not enough of a feminist to be shaving, you know, but this um, fucking faggot won't shave for feminism. This fucking faggot is not enough of a feminist to shave. Um, you know, that's hilarious. But I mean, there's like, obviously I need to come to peace with it. I don't know who molested me or whatever, but like, uh, you know, I need to get deal with my body hair issues. So that's the thing. Like, I love the way it looks on me. I love the way it feels. So I can make that case. It's just, it just is better. But there's another part of me that's like, no, Ariel, you're just afraid of the dirty stuff. You're just 
you're just being squeamish as per usual and you need to learn to accept all the wiggly, gooey, gross parts of this life. They're really the most fun, whatever. Just so gross. (laughs) See, for me, so I I do shave my legs and like my underarms, right? Uh Uh-huh. And my face still, mm-hmm. god damn it. It's just mm-hmm. barely there, but it's there. So in the hoop. So um Yeah, just I'm I, waiting for the day where you have less than me. God, I'm so excited. Eventually, fingers crossed. So but I do shave and but for me it's I'm almost the opposite of you where it's like mine is very much built into my like conceptualization of my own gender and expression of it, right? Mm-hmm. So not necessarily just like... Yeah, of like, course, it's fucking affirming for you. Yeah, but it is. But here's the thing is like, you know, back in my gay boy days, like uh-huh. I liked having... I did shave my legs. I've been shaving my legs yeah. since I was like in a freshman in high school, right? Mm-hmm. But randomly, I let it grow all the way back out again. Mm-hmm. I've done the whole gamut over these like right. last several years. But like my gay boy days, I liked having hairy legs and being like a hairy guy and like having like a little bit of like facial scruff right but it's because Mm -hmm. i was really feeling that identity and leaning into it like Mm -hmm. at that time right like that's how i was expressing it Mm -hmm. but now that like i'm squarely on the female side of things right Mm -hmm. or on the woman side of things Mm -hmm. uh shaving my legs has become a little bit more of a chore Mm. not because i'm like I don't really care what other people see and think about it, but it's just how it makes me feel because I'm so, so oriented to like the sensations that my body is experiencing now. Mm. So like, because I'm trying to be all womanly and, or am all womanly, you know, whatever. Uh, no, but being womanly, yeah. is, you, you were using that as a verb. I mean that, you yeah. know, like that's, yeah. Um, it's like I, I hate the way it feels on my body when my hair grows out now. Like mm. it's annoying to me and it's a sensation that I can't help You're but focus all on. You're getting on it. Yeah, I'm getting Asperger'sy about it. Mm-hmm. I was trying not to. But yeah, that's exactly what's happening. <laughs> I think our and listeners like, know that we both identify as having Asperger's. I know, but it's just like a try and like not to bring it back to that a lot. But it is what it is where it's like, I don't like the way certain jeans feel or certain like textures feel on like my not shaved legs. Mm-hmm. And I want to keep my legs shaved because of how I see myself. And so I have to kind of shave them more frequently, not because I'm worried about what other people are seeing me as, mm-hmm. but because of how it feels when I'm putting clothes on my body or I'm like out and like, th- like walking around and sweating and my legs are getting itchy. Mm-hmm. If there's like a little bit of hair on them. Right. Yeah. I fucking hate it. Like I hate, I I, hypersensitive to it now. Yeah. Like I wish I, it's never been like a thing that's caused me like strife. Dysphoria. Yeah. Or dysphoria really like hair has always been kind of nebulous, but the sensory aspect of it drives me fucking crazy. Like I just wish I'm fine being on either end of the spectrum. Like Mm -hmm. when I had a lot of hair on my legs, great. Mm -hmm. have a lot of hair on my legs, but now that I'm trying to not, I wish I could just fucking get rid of it. Like I don't want to think about it. Right. Yeah, dip your body into a vat of acid that causes hair never to grow. I've tried. It doesn't. No. These jeans. No, no, it doesn't work for anyone. I almost, I'm almost jealous of people who like have some sort of like. It sounds fucked up, but like genetic it, condition where they don't. No, grow hair. no. <laughs> yeah, selective alopecia that is does a blessing. Happen, yeah. No, I was gonna say that have some sort of like. Uh, 
they, their body hair is intrinsically tied to their attractiveness. So they're shaving their legs because they think if they don't, they aren't sexy. Like I would rather have that as a mm-hmm. motivating factor mm-hmm. than the fact that like it's Asperger's and if I feel it, I can't think about anything but that. Oh, yeah. I would rather just have the thing like, where I just like... I want to be objectified. Well, yeah, I would rather just like have someone tell me, no, you're pretty anyways, or oh, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter to me as opposed to it being purely in my own head and just yeah. being like... I can feel it now. I, can, I shouldn't have worn these tights with this or I shouldn't have fucking like yeah, I can't stand it. Because like I know people that like wear tights with like partially shaved le- or legs mm-hmm. or long hair and let it stick out. Right. Oh, I'm like, God. Oh, I would it? kill myself. Yeah, but mer- I can't fu- I can't fucking do it. I can't yeah. make my way through it. I think I'd kill myself if I put on tights though in general. Um, Man. So, yeah, well, and also, you know, that time, I know when you're doing it like every day, it is a lot of time, but you're not doing it every day. Like I, I do enjoy the time that I spend. It's hard for me to relax and like take time to not be listening to anything you're doing. So like the more time that I do spend in the shower, I do feel like it's therapeutic yeah. for me. So I don't really, you know, mind it on that level. I also like, it's not the most feminine thing really no you're taking a razor a sharp razor and like scraping your legs and you have to you learn over time to do this but you have to do that with a certain level of finesse and that's really pretty masculine i mean even beyond that like my you know i encountered shaving legs like with like men shaving legs in uh one sports yeah and swimming Mm -hmm. and then two as like kind of jokey things to do Mm -hmm. right but like the swimming thing and then like some runners also shave their legs right Mm -hmm. and so there was like a for even in my earlier like encounters with it yeah it wasn't necessarily purely feminine right there was some things like yeah sometimes some dudes shave their legs for reasons and now i'm like yeah i identify as a pretty boy and pretty boys sometimes shave our legs bodybuilders things like that like Mm -hmm. yeah it's not anything that's wholly uncommon and so that's the thing it just depends so like maybe aaron identifies not as a pretty boy you know and instead identifies as i don't even know what she would call herself but you know like although i do wonder do you think do you think our Aaron here is it's gonna be trans in two years or no? Okay. Um no, I don't get that vibe. Oh, I don't but get that vibe. Honestly, like she seems like a lesbian to me. Yeah, and now you know, some lesbians aren't shaving their hair. Yeah. I mean, like, here's the thing. I think it's interesting that, you know, she's like, I would rather, like, kiss a girl at a family function than, Mm -hmm. like, show up with my legs not shaved. And I think that's because, like, we know we were talking about earlier how at some point, you know, it's like, look, I'm fine if you're gay. Like, that's fine. But, like, wearing women's clothes, that's just Mm -hmm. weird. Mm -hmm. For some reason, like, we're, you know, just at a point culturally or societally where gayness and who you're fucking it's like well okay you're just fucking that person that's fine Mm -hmm. but anytime you start like fucking with gender Mm -hmm. and like doing something weird crossing Mm -hmm. gender lines it hits a little bit deeper right it hits a little bit deeper than just i'm kissing a girl in front of you it's like you're making a little bit more of a political statement with it yeah. in a weird way and not like political like trans rights or gay rights political but just like contextually political like you are deciding to go against this thing that right. for at least our lifetimes has been like the norm for women right it right. means a little bit more than just 
kissing a girl at a family picnic. Well, my question is, do you think that this is, you know, I'm, do you think that maybe she, the, the reason that she wants to shape, to grow her leg hair out is because she, of some amount of gender queerness that she wants to express? Or do you think like, I mean, she, she, it's, it feels not urgent's not exactly the right word I want, but like important to her to grow her leg hair out. So I wonder like, is that just a, a sense of like personal freedom that she needs to have of like, you can't just make me do this thing for no reason. I mean, I don't think there's any way we could know that, right? Like what that mm-hmm. motivation is. But I, I, I guess one thing I could say kind of with certainty is, there's always that feeling when there is a thing kind of, you know, it's a sense of freedom. It's like, wait, why are you telling me I can't do this thing that I want to do? You know, it's God sounds so fucking cheesy. It's like when the small moments of waking up, right. Mm -hmm. Where you're like, wait a minute, what, why am I having to do? Right. Okay. Now you're, now this is the actual thing that I'm having to like, I would have to have a conversation with you at a family picnic. Right. If I didn't shave my fucking legs. Right. right? Everyone's going to be looking at me. Yeah. But you would have to have that conversation. So I think having to confront that gives it that sense of urgency where you're like, Mm -hmm. Oh, holy shit. It's something so small. Right. But it's so large at the same time that I would get this reaction from it. Yeah. That's what I wonder. So I don't, I don't think that's more of the vibe that I get from her. Right. Is that it's more of like, but I think I don't think that's like a waking up to your own gender queerness. Right. I think that's just a waking up moment of being of you know. It's like society has yeah made you do something, and if you really think about it, like if 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 you feel like you don't want to do this thing, and it doesn't look worse to you, or you know what I mean, you like the way it looks, you like the way it feels, you like you really just unlike me who you know you and I are like well we actually kind of like some of it whatever. But if I hated it, you know, then it's like yeah that's fucked up to do something that the society has told you you have to do or else you're going to be judged and you're not, no one's going to fuck you and you're going to lose a job potentially or whatever, that kind of thing. Yeah. uh, But not only that, but it's like the fact that like she wrote us about it and like it has these questions like, why do you think this is like, is this a form of objectification? Mm -hmm. Like something so simple as just like shaving your legs has all of this like built in nuance and Mm -hmm. like gravity to it. Whereas the way we all should treat it, which I think everyone struggles with, is, again, keeping with our mantra of like, just be chill about it. Like, yeah. look, just, you know. Everyone it, have fun. I wish I wish we could explain it away, but that something so tiny that's so widespread has to have just like a multitude of nuances added to it, right? Mm-hmm. Like, so much to where it's like, there's no way we could fully explain why it is the way it is. But there's, yeah. Yeah, well, um, so did she have a final question? No, I mean, she just asked, like, you know, that was the only one in there. She just kind of actually talked most of it. I've been reading through it, and it's like, it's really like, you know, she asked you why you shaved, which we went through. Mm -hmm. Then, you know, is it a form of objectification, which we talked about? We talked about the picnic example she gave a little bit. Um, I mean, there's a lot of stuff in there where it's just like, who, uh, you know, she, yeah. She, oh yeah. And she, you know what? She says she's a lesbian. She's like, I'm a vagina mm. person, lesbian who right. started accepting natural body hair as a part of myself. And it's become a battle slash struggle. And like, yeah, that's what we're talking about. Like it is a part of yourself that you're just now being like, Oh, like, why has this been an issue before? Right.
sure why she thinks she she takes it as a given that everyone should groom their pubes. And I wonder about that because I don't really and by groom, I mean, like, remove some hair. And that's one of those things where I'm like, I totally am voting for that. Like, let's all be reasonable. But I mean, what's the argument that we really should be doing any kind of landscaping? I don't know, man. I mean, it was a here's the thing. I think shaving pubes and like going completely bald was like a fad. Because mm-hmm. like when you think about it, it hasn't been the case for the majority of like human history. Totally. Really, only popped off in like the like early '80s through like the 2000s, and it's kind of gone away again. Well, I mean, no, it hasn't. I asked no, a I mean, lot of audiences. I mean, people still do it, but it's not like considered. It seems it's like on the a, decline. Yeah, yeah. It's like like how leg hair is popping back off again. Right. Same thing. I think people like to manage it right, mm-hmm. just because like I personally, I think that's why I think of it as like it's just management. Like sometimes I'll style it if I'm feeling like. Well, we sexy do the same thing with like, our lawn. I mean, landscaping really is a good analogy because yeah. it's like, yeah, it's natural to not landscape, but. Like kind of just want to maintain it. You do have your patch of whatever. And yeah. Yeah. And here's the thing. I, I always kind of enjoy, I don't have as large of an attachment to it Mm -hmm. as I do like shaving my legs. Mm -hmm. Right. Or as much of like thought put into it as shaving my legs. Cause Mm -hmm. I think, for some reason pubes show more about your personality than your legs do like when you see what someone does with their pubes it says something so there's something. this is a lot about your personality that's true it, well because legs I, it's like, like you're either you're probably either going to shave not shave be a few days in between no or, one's doing or, lightning or, bolts and stuff no 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 i mean there not that there aren't people that, like, but i mean in general it, it, not just that but just like i like it when it's like you know some people will like some like vagina having people will like shave like the lips and like their outer lips but leave like the little triangle patch up top or like people yeah but it's also you know some people will go completely bald there's the landing strip there's a little soul patch like the vagina soul patch dudes i'm so fascinated by what dudes do with their like pubic hair yeah it varies widely like much more widely than i think people give it credit for like a lot of guys like Arc shaving completely bare. I've been surprised, but nice. you know, yeah, yeah. I, I've gotten that response um, from audience members. Sometimes I can't tell if they're kidding, but I don't think they are. No, it's way more popular than awesome. I thought it would be. I actually, I have a joke about it. I've only done it like once or twice, but it, it's it's a cute joke. But it's like going down on a guy and finding out he has a landing strip is like him having an invisible chin strap beard you were just able to see. Because yeah. no man should have a landing no. strip. I am discriminating that factor. Oh, for like, sure. If I pull it on your the pants, the gender fluids podcast is officially against um, chin strap beards and landing strips. Yeah, both genders. on dudes. Oh no, I, I'm fine with landing strips. It depends strips on the on kind women. of landing strip on a woman. I don't know. Well, what's the in? What's your not okay kind of landing strip? Like, what would you not want? I just, I really don't is like it anything. Is a thickness thing? Or is it like, yeah, do you want this, do you want a thick one or do you want a skinny one? Neither, really. But skinny is worse. That's yeah, the bothersome. Skinnier. <laughs> That's bothersome. <laughs> like when it's like an inch across line just going up uh-uh, from like no. where you're like two it's, giant outer yeah, lips meet. It, it creeps me out the same way that Billy, <laughs> the Billy Bob Thornton. That soul <laughs> that, patch. That, uh, <laughs> those creep me out. It bothers my OCD. Like it's just, it's all wrong. I I used to try and get into Billy Bob Thornton, but the thing that stopped me was uh, like I imagined him like trying to blow me and his soul patch tickling, tickling. my balls. Mm-hmm. It's like no, I can't do can't it. Take now. that seriously. Yeah. Um. Okay. Wait. Is but there? 
is there a type of pubic hair you just don't fuck with that you would be like, no. Like, okay. what's the line of too much? I have a line of too much. I'll say my <laughs> my line of too much was this one time I was, um, um, like, making out with this chick in bed, and I started to put my hand, like, down her body, and, like, basically as soon as I got into her shorts, there was hair. And it was just like way higher than I'd ever <laughs> experienced hair before. It was very quick. And I was just like, uh, and I just took my hand away and was like, can we just cuddle and make out? And then, um, we did, she was great. And then and the next morning, like she changed in front of me and I like kind of, I was trying, it was like not looking, but then I looked for a second and there was just like all this hair coming out of either side of her underwear. So I just never really had sex with her. <laughs> Can you give like an in? No, well, I guess you didn't get to touch. It enough. was several is how I feel about the ones. <laughs> yeah. So like for me, the way I've always been is that like, if I can't find a way to part your like pussy lips through the hair, mm. I, I'm not, because <laughs> like I've, I, I personally, I have like a thing for hairy people, right? Uh-huh. So like, I like have like, uh, certain blogs I follow that are like people like that are hairy, like women with hair on them. Like mm-hmm. I think, it's, I like think the all natural thing is attractive, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but there's like an extent, like when I've been like having sex with certain people where it's like, there's a lot of hair. I'm like, Ooh, yeah, fun digging it. Mm-hmm. But it's like, where the fuck Does it are your lips? Where's the entrance? Yeah. Why can't I finger you? And then with dudes, That's- if your hair, if like your hair is like enough to like, cushion your dick as it's like laying flat like I, that's too, that's where it is so it's like there's some i'm uh, fine with a little bit of hair but it's yeah. like if it's like to where your dick can't fall flat backwards on you while you're laying down it kind of gets propped up in oh your hair boy. or like you know if even it can't flip to the side that's mm-hmm. where it's too much like your dick needs to be able to lay flop I'm down on you i'm glad we're setting down some rules that's what's needed really because i'm again i'm just fine with hairy guidelines. people but there is some it's just to let's be reasonable that's all we're saying. Because here's the thing. Like, I think, like, the way we did talked about it, it is. It's management. It's your lawn. We're not mm-hmm. living in a fucking rainforest right, right now. Like, you know, let's let's just take... You don't have to get any razors involved or anything mm-hmm. electric. Take a fucking clip, clip, pair clip, of scissors clip, clip, clip. and yeah. just, like, trim. Just clip, clip, trim clip. it down just, a little good, bit. Yeah, good yard maintenance. God damn, it's not hard. Mm-hmm. But it does make a difference. Humans have been scraping hair off of their bodies with rocks. For like thousands yeah. and thousands. Have you have you ever scissored with a hairy pussy? Not terribly hairy, no. Does that not hurt more if it's shorter? That's the thing that I always hate is like when girls like try or vagina having people try mm-hmm. and like be clean shaven, but mm-hmm. then it's like, you know, five days you have later. To time it right. That's the thing. And you they're have to trying to like right. rub on my dick, which is fine if you're like have a bunch of ha- have long enough hair or no hair, but it's like that's like a fucking cheese grater right now. Right. Like, look, like you can't face fuck me. Like you either have to commit saying like, right. you know, have like you know, a quarter inch of hair mm-hmm. or have no hair at all. But this right. in between bullshit hurts. Like right. you're going to literally tear my face apart if you ride it for more than two seconds. Right. So you have to think yeah. about it. And, and then if you know when you're going to have sex or not, you can kind of time that out or whatever. But um, otherwise you got to commit. Sure. Yeah.
So speaking of genitals, mm-hmm. you have or had what you described as a quote uh, destroyed pussy. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. Fucking really. <laughs> It, my pussy is destroyed right destroyed. now. I asked an audience of people, like, I asked an audience, like, last Friday night or something. I don't Sunday, my sense of time is gone. Um, but I asked this audience to clap. I was like, vagina people, clap if you've ever had your pussy just wrecked, <laughs> like, destroyed. And I would say about two-fifths of them clapped. So that was interesting to note. Um, I don't know if that's a representative sample, but I mean, I'm talking about like, I mean, we've all been uncomfortable after sex. We've all had like to heal for a day or, you know, being like, oh, there's a little cut, some tears right there, you know, but this was like, it was difficult for me to walk the next day. (laughs) (laughs) It's so fucked. It's probably not good. It was not healthy. I thought about going to a doctor a number of times. Um, and it's just like, it's still, so this has been now three days or something later and I ha and I'm still in pain when I like, if I pee or like laugh too hard or sit up, <laughs> it didn't help that like, cause last night he wound up, we tried to have a little bit of sex. I mean, you know, so that's not good, but, yeah. but I spent three days just like resting uh, as much as I could and just eating a I, lot. I and came I home and you were like taking a bath to soak your I was pussy taking a bath. I never like take baths. Like, <laughs> just to try to fight inflammation. And that's when it made me wonder because I was like, first of all, like when women are taking baths, maybe they're not getting into the mood. They're just trying to loosen their pussies up, you know? Um, and oh, then, God. and then also I was just like, okay. Cause I was like trying, I'm like, oh, I need anti-inflammatories. Right. And I'm like, ibuprofen but also like I like to think of you know natural things that I can eat to like to help me and that's when I like realized that anti-inflammatory is a big selling point on all of our like shit at the smoothie place I work at Mm -hmm. and I've always just been like why is everyone so excited about anti-inflammatory like what is that this isn't like oh these will give you energy or make you horny like like we have that like people are like do you have anything anti-inflammatory it sounds so boring I'm like maybe all these fucking like waspy ass trophy wives at the location I work at and just have beaten up pussies. Just destroyed pussies. Yeah, they're just like, please, more turmeric. <laughs> more turmeric. <laughs> Turmeric's all popular in these like golden turmeric, you know, every, it's yeah. in coffee and tea. They're putting in everything. everything. Smoothies. And um, anyway, maybe it's just a bunch of fucking big old dicks in Austin, you know. Because there is a difference, you're right, between like, ooh, I got the shit fucked out of me and like my butt's a little, for me, my ass is a little sore mm-hmm. versus like, my asshole just got destroyed. Like it's like a fucking, and if a space station opened like the pressure lock and it's just like, like just open okay, and loose. Okay, yeah, it sounds like a little different. And anything but. can go out. Yeah, I mean it's <laughs> sore. Like yours, I know what you're talking. I've Swollen. talked to people. Yeah, where well, yours is like your actual like genital, right? Yeah. Like. I gotta the pee every time like, I pee. Oh, I can't imagine. I mean, I have like had it be just where it's like absurdly painful to shit. And just like things like that. Oh, pooping hurt too. Don't get me wrong, because everything's all pushing against you. Yeah, damn, that's fucking hilarious. Uh, Like, I hope you're proud (laughs) that you destroyed this pussy. I mean, you know, that's one of the benefits slash uh, dangers of drunk sex. Yeah, and is your pain sensors are off. 
Well, that's a good point. But I mean, you know, like I also, it's not like I wasn't feeling some pain. But, but you were also into I'm it. Into that. So that's but also the thing. That's like- the problem is like, I loved having <laughs> sex like that. Oh, no. I was loving every minute of it. That's the problem uh, is like, oh, but I don't want to not get to do that. So I'm hoping that this is just like a training <laughs> situation where I just get stronger every week. We just have to keep, you know, adding weight. There's a there's a whole community dedicated to destroyed pussies. But I don't want to like I just want it to get better, you know. I know, but I'm just saying for now, like if you're trying to make some quick dough, you should try and capitalize oh, on that. Oh God, geez. sell custom destroyed pussy content. Um. Yeah. If you anybody know? wants to make a flashlight of a destroyed pussy or something. No, you just like you let. Uh, your boyfriend fucked the living shit out of you uh-huh. with a lot of lube sometimes and sometimes not. Uh-huh. And then afterwards you take a picture of your oh, red swollen, like, I don't know, I, maybe floppy. If you got lips, if they're all, they've been like fucked a lot, they might flop I'm a not, little bit. I'm not a terribly floppy person. I'll just put that out there. <laughs> so I Dude. probably won't make as much money on these floppy pussy. My pussy is pretty, I don't you know, know, but you know. just show it being all used up. I don't know. Also, in my head, when I described Ugh. it as floppy, in my head, I just thought, like, do your lips hang low? Do, do they, they wobble, wobble to and fro? Yeah. <laughs> um, they do not, though. But my, yeah, my, my Have you ever motorboated someone's lips? Been like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know that that has ever occurred to me to do. No, I don't. I don't know. I assume you have. <laughs> it's with the right people, sometimes I'll bust it out as like a joke. It's a move. joke. Okay. But not often. Yeah, you gotta have that kind of sense. Yeah, but you know what? It's a good thing to have practiced a couple times and have in the bag sometimes. In the bag for when you need to laugh, or what are you saying? No, but with some people, like depending on like the mood and vibe of the hookup, right? Like a joke can like make Mm. it sexier and more fun. Like if it's not like an intense. Like, oh, we're just going to fuck each yeah. other, hook up. Like, if it's, like, a fun, playful, like, re- like messing around and kind of playing music and rolling around, then you can, like, toss a thing in. Like, especially if you've had, like... I just feel like you have probably a very different vibe in the bedroom than I do. <laughs> I just... You say, like, hustling around. I don't know. I'm imagining that every time you're hooking up with someone, you're, like, busting out some puppy ears or some <laughs> shit like that. And... I have mostly vanilla sex. Okay, good. It's just... I will have a lot of other sex and have had a lot of other sex, like types of sex. Okay. I'm going to get dominated soon. I'm very excited about that. Like in like an official way that you haven't before or just No, it's just like I've been hooking up with people, right? But Mm -hmm. whenever we do kink stuff, since we're all, it's all very casual and very like not like long-term relationship-y or like having planned out a lot. It's like very Mm. what I call like middle school kind of kinky things of like we'll spank each other and we'll like ha- maybe use some kinky names or like someone uh-huh. will like be holding someone's hands down or like little things like that mm-hmm. but nothing like you know having like talked it out with somebody like okay you're gonna do this to me okay like you're gonna tie my hands up and then you're gonna make me like when get on the floor and things like, like this like with this dom that's coming up will, are you going to like uh, tell him her whoever it's, uh, a, it's a her her that or it's a vagina having person it's a vagina you're not sure uh, i'm pretty sure she identifies as female or like somewhere kind of like definitely somewhere along the gender spectrum but like definitely always more femme presenting but has like a we're all a little genderqueer sure yeah um i also don't want to yeah anyway yeah it's what you're i'm just saying what's your guess yeah yeah so 
so will you kind of order from her the, all the things you want her to do or is well, this? Well, this is someone I've also been seeing for okay. a while, right? But uh-huh. haven't like done kinky things explicitly with just only kind of casually on the periphery. And we've gone to like some like kink events together and whatnot, but uh-huh. like never like played together or done anything together. And so uh-huh. this is the first time that it's like, we're planning it out. So it's not like I'm ordering from a person that I don't know. Like I'd like a number seven, which is right. the ball gag and like, well, it'd be great if there were just, a yeah, that'd be amazing. Drive through <laughs> like Dom's menu of, you yeah. like order and then you just pull up and like a person walks out the window uh, and gets to your car. It's well, like, all right, be an app one day where, Oh, yeah. fingers crossed. Okay. You need to patent that now and get on the ground floor. But no, so, but what we do is like, it's like how I do a lot of like things. Like I incorporate it into like the act of like kind of making it sexy and being fun. So it's like I, the whole thing's like, yeah, we got to break in this new apartment I've got. And then it's like, well, what would you want me to do to you? Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, well, let me think about that. And I type back like vague, sexy descriptions of kind of what I want to happen. And she's like, okay, I like these things. I definitely could do those. And then here are some things that I want to do to you. And I'm like, oh, for sure. I definitely want to do all those things as well. And so we just combine those and kind of make a little schedule for the evening. Oh, so that is pretty planned and organized. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But it's like people don't realize that it's like, yeah, it's very like planned and organized. But if you've been dating somebody for a while... Or, like, have been playing with somebody regularly and you have, like, predetermined, like, stuff that you kind of already know, mm-hmm. the planning organization can, like, decrease, right? So, it's like, well, if we do the same, if we're in the same kind you of can, like, roles call and situations. You can, be like, hey, remember that one time? Like, blue 52. Yeah. Blue 50, we have a football fetish, but it just works out that we call our yeah. Hey, a little um, halftime pep talk gets out of hand, you know. <laughs> Coach really needs to motivate those players. So, all right, boys, I need you to prove your loyalty to this way. team for yeah. me. Uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> wait. Yeah, that's interesting. See, I feel like I'm very attracted to all sorts of kinky things, and I'm just you continue to tiptoe my way into this life. But, but. I feel like I need things sexually to happen sort of organically. Like it's hard for me to figure out how to do this See, thing where you like, but then again, I have role played with people before and I'll yeah, like snap my fingers. What you're, know. you're, you're thinking that like planning and an organic moment are mutually exclusive, which they're not. Mm-hmm. So like I plan, so I can tell you like basic steps, like what's happening for us. Like we're going to, I'm going to put in a butt plug. We're going to go buy a strap-on harness because I need a new one. Uh Uh, We're going to come back. She's going to dom me. She's going to tie me up and like spank me and then take the butt plug out and then fuck the shit out of me for a little bit and then make me go down on her while she's standing up or sitting in a chair. Okay. And then she's going to fuck me for a while in a few different positions that she wants me to be in. This is all scripted. Right. Okay. So there's that, but it's like, that's like, that's it. That's the whole thing. But it's like, that's such an, those are so small, like descriptors that like, there's so much like artistry and like emotion to like, but to like filling in that script and to like um, giving it life. Right. So it's like, but that's an organic moment. Like things happen that like you don't necessarily plan. We might not even get through all of that. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows where we'll get into it. But it's always good to start off with that at least. And here's the thing is that like 
you know how you like anticipation and build up uh-huh. there's like with organic moments like that you're talking about where you're just waiting to like see what happens there uh-huh. there's a lot of like anxiety and stress as opposed to this which is like we've got a plan i don't have to worry i kind of know and now i'm just waiting for this thing to happen and like thinking uh-huh. about it and you're ruminating on it and like when it gets there, it's a it's finally here. It's so it's like waiting for Christmas and Christmas finally arrives and you're like, fuck, yes. Or Halloween or something, you know? Yeah, I guess I could. Tr- but I guess like I could try that. <laughs> but huh. but it doesn't even have to be as detailed. as like what I just said, you know, I mean, it can sure, be. Yeah, but you like, can kind of choose how much detail. Well, I but feel- I think it always at like it always adds to the experience. It's never detracted from it before. Well, I feel like it's interesting to me. So, um, my lover boy, he's definitely got more experience, like with, um, what all sorts of, you know, this kinky shit. And so I don't, I don't, it's, it's strange because he seems to just meet me where I'm at, Yeah, you know, um, which is good. Yes. And so like some things just organically happened and changed for us sexually that I feel like in some ways, I'm not saying I manufactured it, but in some ways, like I took a situation and used it like to do something sexual between us. If that makes any sense. I guess I'm pretty, pretty vague. Um, but whatever it worked and it kind of, seem to have organically shifted a dynamic in our sexuality. So instead of me having to ask for something explicitly, I seem to need, feel the need to like manipulate things into changing, you know what I mean? Like a dynamic that I want to change. I need it to happen because he's actually mad at me. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's not good. Well, I don't know. I feel like it's hotter this way. So what you're describing doing and like, I realize the situation you're talking around now. I'm not saying, I'm not saying that I did that consciously or like what you're describing is like, and I think you might've said this once before, not on the podcast, but just around, um, you're a brat. Oh, right. You're being bratty. You want him to actually dislike the things you're doing Mm -hmm. and then to punish you or like hurt you. Yeah, I want him to feel it. it. Yeah. Just like my mother did, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. But here's the thing. It's like you need to learn how to like dictate and script out the ways in which you can make him do that. So like instead of the situation that we were not talking about, instead Uh of making it come up that way, which is like a very real Uh thing. It was good. That was okay. Fine. Nice impetus. Let's find like a more innocuous way that he hates equally or hates in a different way that you can bring up and like make him make him hate fuck you that way. Yeah. Yeah. You're a brat. That's what it is. That's what that is. You're a bratty twinky little gay boy. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm my mother's child. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Aren't we all? (laughs) exactly well anyway if you're listening lover boy sorry that I have mother issues that leave me sorry that I bratted your way into some deep shit yeah but I mean I think we both but it was a good conversation in the end well that's what led to all of this pussy destroying sex
So how big is this cock he's using on you? Okay. Like, um, is it like... I'm not measuring things. But you can't, like, eyeball a dildo and go, like, okay, that's, like, eight that and a half of, inches by, of like... The, of the six uh, sizes? Yeah. I'm I'm really pretty much on number one, or unless... I and guess I'm technically, I think I'm on number two. It's bigger than that, even? So there's four bigger sizes that I'm not ready for. Oh, you're such a tiny little pussy. You are. Your pussy is going to get destroyed for a while, it's, I think, see, because I've been joking about this on stage, about, like, whether pussies get loosened up over with fucking, you know, with regular fucking, and the bigger the dicks, the more looser and everything. Like, that just seems like it makes sense to me, but... But because I've been trying to pay attention to my own and now you never really know because like with age, maybe you just kind of get looser because like, yeah. we all lose a little bit of control. So like just muscle control. Well, at least here you're going to be figuring out over a short period of time. Right. So over time, I've been like, maybe this is getting looser. I, you know, like it's got to be looser than it was 10 years ago, you know. But so now we're going to find out over the next few weeks, uh, readers, whether or not, <laughs> whether or not a bunch of hard deep fast fucking like i just like i really like to be fucked you yeah know? and so i'm finally getting fucked the way i want to be and we're gonna see if that you know does anything i hope so because i want to be able to move up to the bigger dicks you know when you said you pulled the audience and like two-fifths of them said they'd been their pussy that had been like destroyed mm-hmm. i think the reason that it's such a small number is for a few reasons like one i think it's because uh like some women don't want their pussies destroyed Mm -hmm. too, which is the more interesting one. I don't think a lot of guys can destroy pussies. Yeah. You like, gotta be, I mean, you he's, have, he's you have got to like, have like some muscles uh-huh. to like, cause like you can fuck somebody hard, but to like destroy a pussy oh, yeah. to like just fucking like give Dude, all, I'm assuming like at he's least six got, and a half inches. You know inches. those V's at, 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 at people's, he's got like two of them. He's got, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah yeah destroyed it's like so sad uh, i can't imagine damn it was good so uh sucks that i was like a little bit blacked out for some of that wouldn't it suck to want to be able to destroy pussies to have like a pussy destruction fetish but like just, not be able to like you know you're never weak. like be able to physically do it yeah. Like you're just like, yeah, out but of shape nice or have a tiny dick. Too, it's like, like, no, but you could just get a strap on. Um, but, but it wouldn't but, be no. the same. For like a cis, I'm talking for like a cis dude that's like really wants to destroy a pussy. Yeah, but if, if your fetish is the destruction of the pussy, I think that like it becomes like not even about it being your own dick or whatever. I don't like, know. I, I'm not saying that they to, wouldn't be, like, I'm not you know saying that they wouldn't like, be disappointed, but, but. I think like having a goal like that for someone who was like super out of shape or whatever. And they were like, you know what? I want to destroy a pussy and I'm going to do push-ups, and I'm going to run. And like <laughs> that would be so, that's beautiful to me. If that was what motivates you in the morning. Totally. That's a great thing. It, and like, and somebody wants their pussy destroyed. So, you know, yeah. <laughs> Win-win. <laughs> Win-win. Wait, what were you saying? I, I don't fucking remember. Oh, I just thought that was why like, Two out of five was the number. Yeah, well, and so some I think people like, might not have been uh, clapping. Yeah, and then there's knows. the people who are too embarrassed or don't want to reveal. Or they're like, I don't know. I've had so many varying levels of destruction. Does it get worse than what I've <laughs> already experienced? Hiroshima? I used like, to think I'd been destroyed, but then it kept getting... Yeah. No, I'm like, oh, okay. It it could get worse than this, I guess. But if I, it got worse than that, I would have to go to a doctor. 
This was borderline. <laughs> this is close. Uh huh. Oh, love it. Anyway, <laughs> I want to be like, love, love you, sugar bear, but I don't know what to call him, you know. <laughs> Not sugar bear. That's I know, but I just need something. I want something that's super ga- gay. That's fucking gag. Worthy. I know, but that's the point. I need it to be something like way too gay. But I don't know what it. I don't is know this for right. like when you're having kinky sex or like just in general like a pit? No, man. just to be ridiculous to shout out on the podcast. Oh, hmm. That is fun. Yeah, not sugar bear. That's horrible. Um, I just don't. I don't. I'm not good at terms of endearment. Damn. Let me think real quick. Let me think for a second. It'll come to us. Or if a listener wants to write in with ideas of fun pet names. Yeah, for sure. I'm always looking for more. I hate pet names. Really? I never use them. Hmm. Uh, I've, I like I, I used them in like seventh or eighth grade and like kind of did it in high school because a little bit but like I just as an adult calling people like babe or baby mm. feels weird uh, and then also like call like calling people like yeah honey or boo. Yeah, some, some of them are really... Like, I could never I take just, Bay seriously, or Boo, honestly. I don't know. I just, like, I call people their name. Like, even people in dating. You like, like, mix it up all the time when you're writing these little texts and things. I don't know. Like, every situation that no, I'm using a term of endearment, I, I stop for a moment and think about it for a minute. I gotta use someone I haven't used recently, whatever feels right in the moment. Like, I, yeah. I don't. I don't do that when texting either. Oh. I when my last long term relationship, I I adopted saying love, mm-hmm. like all right, bye love, mm-hmm. or yeah, there you go, or love. darling. But that was it. Those it were was... and those took me forever to like be okay with. And still, I was like, no, nah, feels weird. Like you're that's not your name. I don't know what it is. I don't know. It sounds like some random Asperger's shit to me. Who knows? It just makes me feel weird when I say it. Oh, totally. Like when I'm like, hey, babe. It's like, who the fuck am I saying babe? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It has to, you have to get it just right. But like other people saying it, it feels fine. Uh Uh-huh. You know, it doesn't like make me feel weird. No, but yeah, it's not like it, the sound of pet names fucks with like me or I don't like the sound of them. It's just like when I say them, I just feel weird. Yeah. Yeah. Feels like a lot. I don't ever use them. And you know, it's just like. I'm like, how am I, how is this pet name supposed to like surmise or summarize, surmise, Jesus Christ, summarize like all of the like weird little like cute feelings I have towards you? It's not it's supposed say, to get some of them. I know, but I hate that it doesn't get all of them. There's, inside, I don't, don't want to use no, them. No, their name doesn't get. Yeah, it is. The name is what I'm in love with, right? It's oh, like. Oh, well, that's so sweet. What? Their name is what I'm in love with. <laughs> I just want to use your name every time because I'm in love with it. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. It's so romantic. Um, At heart. Mm-mm. Yeah. I'm telling you, you know, people think that I have this like horrible dark sense of humor, which I do, but I'm really the most Christ-like out of all of us. Just going to toss that out there. Love everybody and just die hard romantic. Nail me to a cross. Why don't you? Yeah. Everyone is welcome in this tent. <laughs> Um, hey, and by this tent, I mean the one I pinched with my bone. We get it. Hey. Um, shall we take a break? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Um, so my boyfriend asked me if I would give him a blowjob and, you know, I didn't because he's and I said yes, I'm, yeah. you know, and I'm turned on by whatever that means, it's, right? Just but, to clarify, blowjob. Well, I'm gonna bring this okay. up. Okay, so but in my head, I didn't know what he meant. I, you know, I didn't know if he. Yeah, it's like what, <laughs> like what do you mean by that? Yeah. But either way, I'm like yes, I'm very turned on to do whatever you want me to do, um, and. You know, so, but then it became, I was like, oh, okay. So he has, you know, a few dicks and he was going to wear one and I was going to give him a little Talking job. about strap on dildos. Strap on dildos. A few options. But the, like, you know, these, yeah. the ones he, you know, has are very. Realistic. Realistic. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All that. Well, this is for the listener too, Austin. I, I know. I'm not saying that. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So you shouldn't say it. That's just me like mm-hmm. rhetorically involving myself in the conversation. <laughs> Uh, okay, so, <laughs> so, sorry, I also like kind of uncomfortable this subject matter. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I was like, uh, let me take a shot of vodka and... Wait, you took a shot of vodka before you sucked a dick? A shot and a half, yeah. <laughs> I've I've done I've taken vodka oh, for way less. That's hilarious. I've taken though. vodka for way less. Than that's that. one of the funniest things ever, though. Just that mental image of you being like, <laughs> <laughs> not like right before. I wasn't know, like a lime chaser. Look, I know that, but in my head, that's exactly how it happened. It's like you're like <laughs> the did movie a version. Coke, took yeah, a yeah, shot. Yeah. I should have done the like coke. Went yeah. down I should have done the coke for sure. Is that um, assault? Would have yeah. been better at it. No, and I did the night before. I was like, Jesus Christ. So. That's fucking. Funny, I looked man. it up. That's I was trying to watch some YouTube video, but they can't just like put like cock sucking how tos on YouTube. And I didn't, I didn't care enough. I, like I, I was, it was too late at night to like involve myself in porn research. Oh, I did try to watch a porn, whatever. Anyway, I was, I, so I was like reading basically, um, pointers and things like that. And I did, I have two dildos. So I did, you know, I, yeah, I, I, tried to practice i mean but i mean this is so it's like it's just embarrassing i've never done this before yeah and i don't fucking you know no i mean it's that's so great i remember practicing giving blow jobs i assume everyone does this yeah but it's just fun for me because like when i was doing it Mm -hmm. i didn't have the internet yet and so Uh i was just like trying to figure out how i can get it as far down my throat as possible in my bathroom by myself Mm -hmm. and i wasn't using a dildo i was using uh, well, any cylindrical Army, object. Fruit teas or something? Uh, no, my chi hair straightener that right. I fucked myself with that one time right. at my asshole. I was using that. Uh-huh. I was using uh, like the tail end of like a cleaning like thing, like the little duster. Uh-huh. Oh, you know, okay. Interesting. Those things. Um, or, uh, you know, just anything phallic shaped. Yeah. The extendable lightsabers that you like sk- yeah. sling out. You know how uh, mm-hmm. they were talking about on the... Off the Dome podcast. He was mm-hmm. like, yeah, I fucked myself when those one time. Yeah. Those, those, the yeah. ones that are sturdy enough, I guess. So, but that's so great. I'm I really, I'm really happy for you. Uh-huh. Yeah, we'll have to, <laughs> we'll get you some lessons. Yeah. We'll okay. set you up. I got some pointers. Am I, the some, thing is, like, my mouth is always so dry at night. Here we are just smoking and things and like. Yeah, but there's ways around that. You can do that. You can like. Get some, some fucking mouse lube. Or just regular lube. You can go buy some nice flavored lube that's, that's not true. shitty. Just coconut oil or whatever. Ew, no, don't do that. What? What's wrong with coconut oil? 
Well, depending on the dildo, it could be like weird with like the material it's made mm. out of. And then also it's just like, you know. I might be hungry. All right. You know, live your dream. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, okay, I can get some flavor lube. I don't know. Yeah, and it you know, it was hot, but I'll say it was very, it's hard not to be self-conscious. And then, like, the aspects of it that are kind of hottest to me, are, it's also, like, I don't know, it's just kind of an embarrassing, like, weird thing. But I want to figure it out, but I don't know. I mean, that's, yeah. it's a... Uh, you know, I don't know how to think about myself sometimes. It's know. okay. That's fine. Yeah. Um, do you want my one just off the cuff tip for sure. you and the listeners? And then you want to do the fetish of the week? Sure. So, um, especially with like strap on blow jobs in uh-huh. particular, like, you know, you're performing, right? Yeah. There's, there's just mirror neurons, but a nice well, thing you can do. But there's also some like pushing up against. Well, that's what I was going to talk about. So uh-huh. it's like, you're, it's a performance, but like. It's nice when you can work, like, if you've lubed up the, like, dildo you're, like, sucking uh-huh. or, like, have, like, a lot of spit on it to, like, use your hand to, like, come up on the dildo and, like, in a circular motion act like you're jacking the dildo off when you come up. And then when you go down to push, mm-hmm. instead of keeping constant pressure downwards. Right. Because I then it, like, gives it more of an ebb and flow feeling, right? Right. I know. I did read that, but I'm finding my coordination is just, like, I, I, I need to practice more. Yeah. People um, underestimate, I mean, like, you know, you hear comedians be like, there's nothing harder than sucking a dick, right? But it's like, there is a lot of coordination to of, it. Yeah, it seems pretty hard to me. Like, it's pretty, it's not the hardest thing in the world. I think, like, adequately finger fucking somebody is way harder than sucking dick hard. But I like, <laughs> there's a, well, you've been doing depends it for on, years. It depends on the person. Yeah, I'm okay. saying I've got equal experience in oh, both. Oh, wait. Okay, okay. And like sucking a lot of dick and finger fucking people. Uh-huh. And it's way easier. There's way more options when it comes to finger fucking people. That's true. But it's way easier to get down than like the timing of like having a thing jam down your throat. Mm-hmm. I think anytime a thing is like penetrating you or yeah. like going in your orifice, it adds like a different psychological challenge to totally. as opposed to when you're the one penetrating somebody else, right. even if it's with your fingers. Right. Right. So like doing that's like a lot to coordinate. Mm hmm mentally and physically that's true so yeah i had to practice that shit Woo, ariel sucked a dick wait was i talking about pussy pumping with you the other day no, I were you talking? I feel like Lover Boy and I were talking about it. This actually kind of fits in with what we've already been talking about. I think it's great. I don't really understand what it is. I'm get. Let me just. Yeah, make I was like, guess. I was going to wait for you to try and. It, I guess if you put some kind of hose-like device in your pussy and reverse that, you know, like and just p- pumped air into it. Something like, <laughs> but that doesn't I feel like that's the wrong it would be like pumping inside of you like like I would think you would want to be pumping your like lips up or something yeah that's what it is it's like but a, what do you like saline or something like what you, no so it's like through air and pressure so like you get like what looks like a respirator mask that's like you put over someone's mouth to like give them oxygen right uh-huh. as they're in like the hospital or like yeah. to like give like the yeah. thing in the EMS right the, yeah 
to help him breathe. It looks like that essentially, but it fits or like mm. a, you just turn it upside down or like and a it's cup. a fizzy pump. Yeah. And you, well, you put it on top of that and then yeah. on, there's a little tube coming out of it and okay. then you just like vacuum either with a you hand just put it, or you just basically You put it over your, over your, your entire outer lips and mons yeah, and okay. all that. Okay. Your pubic. Some of them like go up. Like a pad up. or something. Yeah. And it like, uh, essentially gives your pussy like a giant hickey that's funny it like sucks it up and sucks the blood so, up into it and like fluffs the lips the, up what's real the benefit huge of this? some people just like super large lips you know <laughs> some people just want a lot of like okay. down there um okay. why <laughs> i don't know i'm kind of into it honestly why? like I, I don't know there's just something about it that's kind of like hot just like someone with like a super big like outer pussy just a big you are way more just, of a like, lesbian fluffy. than i am yeah that is a, that is a lesbian territory <laughs> like, damn y'all enjoy i'm just gonna go be a gay boy i don't know oh man so yeah well that's one thing so that's like some of the visual stuff that goes along with it right so there's you know they're both sides of this are enjoying it. it's not just people who like looking at pumped up pussies people like having their pussies pumped up sure. so the people that like looking at them i like them for a wide variety of reasons well both groups do mm-hmm. so like some people are into like uh specifically like breeding with really big pussies because it's kind of cow-esque and some people are into <laughs> hue cows and they like fucking really large pussies some people oh really God. just like the look of it and like licking it you know it's just an aesthetic thing yeah on the other side of that though it does like change the sensations right like it's sure. super sensitive oh god yeah extremely well, sensitive that's just, i feel like this is what just happened naturally organically to mine and well, yours bruised from swelling because it got beaten right what i will this- say <laughs> when we tried to have sex i think it was last night yeah um we still tried to have sex like even though I was, it was like we had to do so little and be so careful, and it was so slow. It was, and and it was still somewhat painful and also just nerve wracking. So I was like, we're just going to ruin any healing that's happened over the last two and a half days. <laughs> but anyway, but so even though he was just like inserting a finger slowly, and then like pressing, it was just so exquisite because it was like, like such an intense like dangerous sensitive so sensitive mm-hmm. so i was like ah anyway i was having i don't know what that was like for A him blast. him just being like <laughs> what's happening i don't know i think they're feeling good um yeah but yeah i was like yeah well that's yeah he's really good at bed whatever oh man my favorite thing about pumping pussies is definitely when it's like in like the BDSM setting because mm-hmm. like, you know, sometimes people are pumping pussies very consensually mm-hmm. and then sometimes someone is like strapped down with their legs spread and have, has their pussy forcibly pumped. Okay. I don't know. I think that's like super attractive. It would be if it weren't for the creepiness I don't know why of this I'm so, pumping business. I know. I don't know why I'm they into forcing this pump. other things. That this is weird. one of those fetishes that like I was like looking for shit to talk about and like I came across it and then I like researched it longer than I really needed to because I was like uh-huh. yeah. How I'm many gonna, yeah you should I get off fetish this a by of times. how many times you actually <laughs> masturbate <laughs> while doing the research. Uh, this is a this one I got orgasm. into. Yeah like how many orgasms per fetish that should be a statistic that we yeah, we should, you should, yeah, I don't know, maybe I'll make a blog. 
there's fun little like sub areas to it. So some people, you know, like want you to pump your pussy up and then like put on yoga pants and go walk around in public. Ugh, God. <laughs> Wait, like Jamie Schaffner's mumble pants joke? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mumble pants. It was some people pump their pussy lips up and put yoga pants on on purpose. That's yeah. fucking hilarious. <laughs> or different types of like camel toe prone. What uh, if you were a yoga instructor bottoms. and you did this? Oh, and you just had like oh, I a student it. who was paying for it. He <laughs> was like, yeah, it is worth $400 to me, I guess, <laughs> to teach this class. Jeez, and pussy lives so good. <laughs> visibly enlarged. <laughs> How much would you have to get paid to do your yoga class? How come this with- class is only downward dog? <laughs> <laughs> Today we're going to focus on downward dog, you guys. It's just so fun. And baby pose. <laughs> <laughs> no, happy baby. And that happy would be baby. The, that's it. Happy be the baby. Best. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, you're queefing while your fucking lips are stretching your pants out. Oh God. How much would you have to get paid, though? If you were a yoga instructor... How much would you, if one of your students came to you and said, I want to pay you to do this? hundred bucks. hundred? Yeah. I, my immediate go-to was 400 and I feel better about that now that you said a hundred. I was afraid I was really low balling that. No, you're way overshooting that. You, no one would ever pay you that much money unless they wanted you specifically. No, some of these people are crazy. Oh yeah. They, it would be, it would, no, like it would be as like a student of yours. Like, no, he's a student of yours who's fallen in love with you over the course of. Oh, well, that changes things. Yeah. He's fallen in love well, with me? Well, clearly. I mean, to, you know, in that way of like, I want my yoga instructor be, to be the one who has these swollen I would make, I would make the price higher than just to draw a line of how much of a business-only transaction. Because $100 mm, might be a go. little too, too much like, friends friendly. Family. Uh-huh. But it's like, look, dude, I'm not trying to admit, take you to stalker level shit. Like, So like, look, I'll do this you for you. because like I'm bad at, No, no, 400 bucks. Okay, 400 we're 400 is a good level. All right. 400 Thank for you. a 45-minute class. And it's like, and I'm not changing I mean, the I don't know how enlarged these lips are I'm getting. Doing. That's my issue. Like, is this like Dumbo ear? What are uh, we? How? Yeah, size-wise. I mean, so it ranges depending on how long they've been pumped for. Would all of your yoga students just be staring at you the whole time? Or would it be like, huh? I don't know. It depends. I like to imagine there's a few cunty white people with dreadlocks that are like, everyone's just natural and we shouldn't stare. But other than that, I think people would probably look. (laughs) I mean, I would be. (laughs) Every chance I got, I would be probably had gotten high before class and was just laughing, (laughs) giggling (laughs) on the floor. Talk about another place that's really hard for me to keep my immature uh, love of of farts (laughs) is yoga. Because when like someone farts in yoga or if I fart, even if I fart, I just like, it's so so uncomfortable. No, it's so good. No, I know. It's a good way where it's like, oh, this is so uncomfortable for everyone. Uh, I can't stop. One time this dude next to me just like could not control it. And I tried my best. Like it happened like three times. And then after that, it was like, dude, Why what do you expect he... from me? What do you want me to do? Like, how can I fucking. I, I can't. was holding it together. <laughs> yeah, you only get four. two. Yeah, no, he got three, but then it was like four. And I got a little like, and then like five, six, seven. I was no, like, oh my God. You just like, kept ah. going. You got to excuse yourself at some point. The, but the teacher made a statement. She's like, you know, you know, we were, it's really good for the intestinal. It's fine. You just need to relax. She, she, oh, it was. It was loud. It was audible 
for the class? Yes, everyone heard this motherfucker oh, farting. No. And I could not, after a while, I like, I, I, I kept laughing. I thought you were just next to him and you were just like, <laughs> no. like you were hearing it. Okay. No, everybody was hearing this <laughs> and no one else was laughing. I'm like, fuck you guys. This is hilarious. <laughs> This is the funniest so the shit. Fucking trans chick is just giggling. <laughs> I feel like that's doing great things for our image. That's good. Oh my god, that's uh, so funny. This I would love to be in that class where we look over and this fucking trans chick is giggling about the farts while everyone else is just being an adult. <laughs> You're just you're crying. Dude. You've fallen out of your pose and you're just crying. That's what I wanted. Uh, oh man. <laughs> uh, well, fuck. that's what yoga class is for, really. Uh, Dude, I couldn't. I, I, I did. I've been doing so well at work at not laughing in the bathroom until we talked about it the other day on the podcast. And now, and I laugh really hard. And now every time I'm in the bathroom, I like have to consciously be like, okay, we got to rebuild our fortitude again. We laughed about it too much that one time, and it broke the mental seal we'd built around. Oh, like we're yeah. laughing at it. <laughs> I fucking, I fucking yeah. was on it's Instagram too late. You while can't like, put it back in. yeah, I was on Instagram while taking it's like reverse potty training. <laughs> yeah, oh, you reverse potty train yourself to not uh, laugh at people's pooping. Oh. I, but I was on Instagram at work taking a shit and <laughs> wasn't paying attention, you know, just zoning out, scrolling. Mm-hmm. And someone let go like a... Uh, like one, and I was just like, oh, shit. No. I know, it was bad. I didn't mean That's to. That's what people but are was... really worried about, about trans people in the restrooms, <laughs> is that y'all are going to laugh at them for pooping, and you're proving their point. I know. Really, I should start just giving out compliments. Be like, you should believe in yourself. Yeah. <laughs> like when it's just like, just, you go, girl. just like when she's just like shitting from it, it's like, and yet she persisted. <laughs> yeah, you need to. Just I'll just be repurpose different feminist slogans for people mm-hmm. shitting, because why not? Good. Yeah, just be careful about your the public persona you're putting off. Oh man, um, how how likely do you think you are to try out pussy bumping? I can get us one probably. I can probably they're not expensive. Good ones are, but cheap ones I, aren't. I mean, I guess if 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 I'm on a day where my pussy is in good condition. And <laughs> I'm just curious and bored and it was perfectly clean. I would try it out of curiosity for like a, a little bit. Like yeah, I wouldn't probably do a full serving, but like I just, I'm not that curious about it. You know, so it's kind of get swollen. I don't know. Yeah. Well, there's like a adjacent thing to it. That's kind of big. And what's well, big with just like cis, you know, hetero women, but it's also big in like trans communities, which is like clit pumping. Uh-huh. And it's like just smaller, more cylindrical pumps, kind of like a mini cock pump that you like can pump your clit up with or your dick or whatever you're calling it. Mm-hmm. What about that one? You think you might try that one? I'm just curious because I would for sure try like a proper uh, like cock pump in a heartbeat. Like why not? Sure. Um, I think that if you, for, for me, if I didn't take testosterone to get it to be larger in the first place, then that pumping thing is not appealing because the way that mine is sensitive, I'm like, that would just hurt like a fucking, yeah. I can't even, I think there are some people who would be like, oh yeah, I could do that. 
But for me, I'm like, no, 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 not up for discussion. Um, it's the it's my my mine does seem to be differently sensitive than the average vagina person's. Um, so it's hard for me to say what. Yeah, but but I mean, yeah, if I were taking testosterone and trying to get the biggest dick I could grow, and then yeah, wanted before sex, wanted to pump it up, I for sure would try that. I mean, why wouldn't you? Hell yeah. Let's let's get some. If you got pussy pumps out there, you got a spare one you want to send our way. Yeah, used pussy pumps. Um, you know what? If you want to sponsor us, us, you don't have to be a company. You could just be some we, guy with a pussy pump yeah. <laughs> who doesn't need it anymore. We should get a P.O. box, though, and not give people yeah, our home point. address. We're not going to give you, yeah. But <laughs> message us if you want uh, to send us a pussy pump or something like that. Anything, really. Uh, if you want to send us anything, message us, and uh, then we'll get around to getting a P.O. box. But we will take weird sex shit of any kind yeah. from you. All right, you want to do the... Finish of the week. Finish of the week. Bang. Boop. Uh, it is used slash dirty panties. Ah, oh, the Japanese. I'm leaving that in, but <laughs> well, you they fucking are famous for, They are no, they they are famous for that. They have vending machines with used panties in them. I'm not making this shit up. You know, I, I know obviously that, they're not the only that has people. existed at one point in time, but like they did not invent it, nor they like the like largest know, propagators just, of it. It's just funny to be racist. I'm also leaving that in <laughs> as a I'm joke. Not, I'm, no, I'm leaving. You know yeah. that the Japanese are like arguably my favorite race. What? No, I don't know that. Oh, really? Please explain. Well, they're just like, they're smarter and um, they're just like more fun and interesting. Like their religions are better, you know, like they're just, they're like kind of. <laughs> I'm going to start trying to think of you as a Japanese person and see if it changes my conceptualization. Of I had a Gone huge crush on Japan when I was a kid. <laughs> I had a huge crush on Japan when I was a kid and I like started learning Japanese and yeah, I didn't even realize anyone was racist against Japanese people until yeah. I was much older. It's oh, like, really? And then it was the like, internment camps didn't turn you on to that. But even then, I mean, when I learned that, yeah, I mean, but when I learned that, I was like, "That's crazy." But that's it's like that's so crazy. You do that to Japanese people, you know? So I was like, "Yeah," but then it took a while to be like, "Oh, like that wasn't just like oh, for two years we're racist against Japanese people." That was like <laughs> a, a long, long history of, of, it. of thinking of all Asians <laughs> as rats. Like that's some I just had. <clears throat> had no idea you know um because because i was always like we all love the asians <coughs> right sure but apparently people are racist against them still like some people are super like that, that's yeah. old-fashioned if you're still racist against asians i'm like geez i met someone in the only time i've ever feel like met someone who was like vocally racist against asians was in biloxi <laughs> mississippi <laughs> at a bar where there were many confederate flags on license plates we were just Bonham, watching Texas, the game man just yeah, they're still racist against Asians. Oh, yeah. it's, oh my god. Gook and chink were just commonplace like phrases for anybody vaguely uh Asian. Or I guess I should say East Asian, not mm. like Kazakhstani or something like that, right? That's so, a whole different story. Yeah. Yeah. They hate them for a different reason. Right. So used panties. Okay, used panties. <laughs> and Let's underwear. Do it. Mm -hmm. I, I put this one on there because I 
have uh, some friends that are into this. I know a lot of people that are into this, mm-hmm. that are into used underwear and used in different states. Used is like a very broad word. Mm-hmm. So it can be just having been worn. It can be like on heavy discharge days. It could be... Period panties. Period panties. It could be eat shit in or pissed in oh, panties. Okay. You know, Abortion panties? Not that I <laughs> have experienced directly, but I can't see why that would be panties? out there. Let's get some miscarriage panties. <laughs> your fetish is I need you to have thought you were going to have a baby, but then like pushed it out. And it has to be one you, and it can't be one where you were kind of hoping to not be pregnant. You, you had to have wanted that baby. No, you were, you you have to have been trying for years. You were beyond like having an abortion and thought it was still living. And then Mm -hmm. all of a sudden it came out. Oh yeah. Only those. In your like pregnancy granny panties. So there's a lot of staining. (laughs) Maybe one of the blood patterns is in the baby's face. (laughs) 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 <laughs> I was already like, are we going to have to cut this out? Are we going to have to cut this out? And he said that. I was like, now we have to leave it in. We absolutely are not cutting that out. <laughs> okay, so will you admit to me that if that if that is your fetish, you need those panties, you do need a therapy appointment. Can we go? Can we agree that that person needs help? I won't agree to the word help, <laughs> but I will He's agree. A friend. <laughs> I'll agree to therapy because I don't think there's a reason why you shouldn't think through that with somebody else. But I don't think for it's sure think help. through for sure think through why you need tragic miscarriage <laughs> <pains>. <laughs> late term <laughs> miscarriage panties <laughs> for a woman who was like, "This is my last chance to get pregnant. I'm 38, and it's I sold <laughs> all my other eggs. I it's sold this is the last, <laughs> the last egg, last the egg, okay, last egg, <laughs> hail mary, miscarriage, panties <laughs> is your fetish. I had to person. use the first two to settle, to settle off my divorce. <laughs> <laughs> the third two were to pay for all my meth. <laughs> uh, 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 no, it's not bringing meth into this. So, so that that yeah. Who knows if that exists? But you know, uh, I think we found finally found something that doesn't exist. We thought of it, and yet it doesn't exist. Yeah. Um, but you know, there is there are people like the most common thing is like women just wearing panties and having like that have like moderate discharge For on sure. them or like discharge chain. Oh yeah, it's smelly, like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. smelly, visual, tactile. If it's crusty after it's uh-huh. dried, you can like bite it off and nibble uh-huh. it off, right? <laughs> And it never actually occurred to me that people do that. Oh, you think? No, 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 no. (laughs) Why? Yeah, you know how like when you're throwing panties like in the washer and like you pick it up and like they're a little hard and you can kind of break it and there's like a crusty like dirt like being dry in the summer sun and you can like peel that off like a piece of dead skin (laughs) and put it on your mouth. It's like freezing. It's like freeze-dried pussy juice. I've never felt more like a gay man than I do in this moment. <laughs> no. 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 Oh, my God. So, Have you done that with your semen? Have you nibbled your dried semen on no, purpose? No. I mean, oh. I've, ha- I've tasted my own Thank you for before, lying. To, thank I've you for n- lying to me that you don't do that. <laughs> thank you. So I'm so, no, I seriously I'm, never so tried appreciate dried that you cum. value our friendship enough that you would just <laughs> bald face lie to me. Immediately know that you needed to lie to me and tell me that you've never eaten your dried cum. Thank you. 
<laughs> now I just feel like I need a line to even be like, yeah, I have done it. I know, I know. It's fine. I'm, I'm very happy to know you haven't. It would have it would have changed things if you had um, yeah. if you had nibbled your dried semen. Now I feel like you have to. No, I don't like the taste of cum. Yeah, who does, right? So I'm not not gonna do it. And then I, you know, I'm not like actually opposed to eating like dried discharge in theory. Okay. But like, <laughs> here's a great t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not opposed to eating dried discharge in theory. And what does the back uh, of the shirt say, Austin? <laughs> it's, a, it's a little bit longer. Okay. <laughs> well, go on. It's like, have you ever been uh, eaten like a sausage and gotten like one of those little gristly bits, like a crunchy bit? Sure. I hate shit like that. Yeah, yeah. I don't like and gristle. Like, for and, and I don't like I don't like flaky things. I don't like the. I have bad allergies, and so I've had like boogers in my mouth at one point in time from blowing noses and things okay. like that. Right. And, like, I've had, like, bad snot in the middle of the night dry on my upper lip and, like, move it. Yeah. And it gets, but I don't like that kind of consistency or mm, texture. Okay. Like it, so I think that's what's... I could never get beyond that. Yeah. In principle... Yeah. yeah. yeah like, I'm sure the flavor's great. It's yeah. just that texture. <laughs> just that texture. Sure. If, I mean, Fair if enough. you could make it into, like, a smooth Tic Tac form to where I could just, like, suck on okay. it all day long. Yeah, like a, a pussy, pussy juice pussy Tic Tac. Yeah, 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 for sure. Down for that. But tax, whatever. Um, okay. Oh, well... So million dollar idea right there. You but, just want to uh, have pussy breath and like make people yeah. think that you, you know, had just been having a good night, you know. Look, it's the twenty first century smell my finger. It's mm-hmm. the millennial yeah, smell my finger. It's like, hey, smell my breath. <gasps> Ooh, is that pussy? Oh, is that pussy? <laughs> yeah. Pussy it's flavor so uh, a so. little commercial on SNL right there. But uh, I have friends that do it and sell their underwear and like mm-hmm. make money doing it. I have also have like. How a, do we get into that? You got to build a following uh, on some sort of social media platform. Um, like uh, <laughs> I also have one friend that does it with diapers. I should just do that. And wait, after shows, our merch, we just sell our used underwear. Used underwear. <laughs> why not? Dude. Dude, why yes. not? Oh, oh my why God. Why not? <laughs> yeah. I've got underwear I don't need. Oh, so I we'll, we'll just buy cheap underwear. I've then... been doing a joke about it, right? Uh-huh. I've been writing this joke about because uh, I was at. I usually I am on it. Instagram while I'm taking a shit at work, and so I was taking a shit at work mm-hmm. and like, need, like posted on my story a picture of my feet and in my underwear, and I was like tired of wearing these. Like, uh, message me if you want them. Like, I'm oh, selling yeah. them. And so, like, I had one good friend of mine who, like, I'm close with. And he's like, haha, I'd be into it. But he's like, I'm into it, but more like it from strangers, like, not someone I know. I was uh-huh. like, right on. Well, I have a lot of friends that do it. So I'll let them know if you're in the market. You know, it, just yeah. Fun shit like that, right? Yeah. But, the, in the joke I've been doing, it's like, yeah, you'd be surprised how many people hit me up, not only with offers, but shipping included. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then I'm like, you know, but that's too popular of a market. There are too many people selling used panties. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to start selling like barrel aged whiskey used panties. Like, you know how you buy a nice bottle of scotch is like it's been in a barrel for 15 years. And like we did all this special shit to it to make it taste great. 
well, I'm going to do that where it's like, I wore these panties for 10 days straight and mm-hmm. only played rugby for all 10 days. Like, yeah. you want some stink? You want some nice sweat? Like, here's this. Or like, yeah. or these, like, I kind of sharded in and left them in a plastic oh bag for a few days. So it's going to be nice and right for you. Ugh. And they're going to be like boutique panties, right? Like, you can send requests in mm-hmm. or like, I'll get really nice ones. So you can sell them at a premium cost. It's like mm-hmm. $100 a pop, right? Mm-hmm. Shit like that. Yeah. But yeah, I think um, you should just for sure do that and then also i just love the idea of after a comedy show we'll have just, our consumer line as well right like right. our like mass-produced mm-hmm. bulk go to target buy right, a big right, pack right. wear them a For little bit shows. smell them up mm-hmm. a little i'll jerk off and then immediately tuck my dick and let a little bit of like come leak out afterwards they mm-hmm. just kind of gets residually caught in there mm-hmm. you know stain in a little bit Point being, um, <laughs> I would just love, you know, like when comedians are telling audiences like, yeah, we got a merch table or, you know, preferably the host does, um, got a merch table back there, you know, go check it out. And we go, they go back and it's just <laughs> underwear. <laughs> used panties. It's only used, used underwear. Used underwear. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know what? I feel like I, I said panties slash underwear in the title because I hate the term panties, but I like when you so see much. it, <laughs> it is used panties a lot. I made it That's used underwear true. to be gender neutral for you, but like Thank more you. often than not, it's like it, yeah, you use panties. For I sure. think there's a market for trans dude underwear, gender nonconforming underwear, for like sure. boxers with discharge. For sure, it's not out there yet, but I, just, I don't see why there's it couldn't some, become some a thing. Some creepy old men or something. No, I'm thinking there's like you know I, a lot of people are into it. Like, it's just super oh, right. popular Sorry. fetish. Yeah, so I was actually no, just saying it again. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, but I was just thinking like you know I bet like if it's like trans dudes underwear, there's like a lot of just like other like gay dudes and like trans dude lovers out there that would be like yeah i want to smell this discharge kind of like the way that like you know there's probably some but again trans dudes power bottoming as someone who identifies as androgynous i can just market my underwear to different demographics differently (laughs) (laughs) what label do you want me to put yeah i have a variety i'll put whatever label you want i don't give a shit (laughs) it's gonna smell and taste the same think of these underwear these little boy short underwear that i wear uh however you want to yeah, but, um, they are. How much should we charge for these things? So it varies in price depending on who's doing it. Well, I mean, after a show going. as merch. Oh, 20 bucks a pop. Okay. All ten, right. Let's believe in ourselves. Th- maybe 10 to start off with, but yeah, 20 so later on. Like if we're, it depends on also the gig and the size true, of it. True, if true, it's true, like true. a bigger place, like more money. Sure. Yeah, gonna, right. Where if it's yeah. smaller, maybe five. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're right. Okay, Getting well. sales. I mean, it makes sense to me as like a fetish, like it's people who are really into it, right? Like, for it's, sure. it's a classic thing, like where it's like it's been talked about forever, like the panty sniffers. It's like mm-hmm. it makes sense. It's like it's, it reminds me of that Bill Hicks joke. He's like, "Hi, I'm a pussy addict. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love the way it smells. Mm-hmm. I like the way it tastes." Right. It's like, yeah. And if you have like a fairly like smelly, like dischargey vagina, you're just creating like small little like. St- instantiations of yeah, that like little you, savers just, just, just go to waste most of the time yeah. so why, why not? not capitalize on it right mm-hmm. so recycle your vagina juices most vagina juices just go straight into the ocean you know but these yeah. live on a little bit before <laughs> polluting the earth all right let's um, leave it there i think yeah. word i think we pretty much covered i mean i don't think so at all but i think that we have a brilliant idea for making money. Yeah. I mean, really. That's all we really needed out of the Well, you know, I don't week. bring these fetishes up for us to teach people about it. It's just this so that they have. Look, if you hear the name of it, go do your own research. Figure it out. Mm-hmm. We're just talking about them. 
word that makes sense this has been another npr production out of safe space studios we're broadcasting on 66.6 fm that's kfux peace